Good morning, and welcome to the Revelation Power Podcast. I'm author and host Kevin Hopkins, and this is episode 70, uh, the final episode dealing with the book of Revelation. I have elected to continue this podcast under this title because Revelation doesn't just come from the book of Revelation. And any time that any part of God's nature is revealed to us, it brings us power. And so at the encouraging of a good group of my friends, uh, we're going to dive next into the book of Job. So everybody kind of laughs at me and says, well, you know, you did the book of Revelation. Why not pick the next hardest book in the Bible in the book of Job? But it's not really that hard. Um, honestly, Isaiah or Ezekiel would be even harder. Ezekiel, I think, is is even harder than the book of Revelation in most cases. But the book of Job really is very straightforward, and you'll see that very early on. And yet there is a good opportunity for daily insight and daily power for living a life that's pleasing to God. So that's where we'll go next. But before we depart the book of Revelation, I want to share with you something similar to the epilogue in the book, because um, my journey in Revelation has been a lifetime journey, just about. I was 24 when um, one of my professors in school said, you know, when you pastor, you could very well be the biblical expert in your community. You will certainly be in your church. You may be the person with the most learning in your whole town. So pick a book, dive into it, become an expert in what it says and what it deals with, and enjoy the process of whatever else you study, but always come back to a book in the New Testament and the Old Testament. So I chose the Gospel of John in the New Testament and the book of Ezekiel in the Old Testament and and spent four years diving into the book of John uh, to great detail, preaching my way through it, uh, memorizing the text. At one point, I had the entire text of the Gospel of John memorized. And I went to seminary uh, to kind of update my education one winter term, and I had the same professor that had encouraged me to dive into the book of John. And so we were talking about the class I was taking from him was a class in the Gospel of John. And we started talking about the concepts in John, and he said, you know, you might really enjoy these concepts as they come back in the book of Revelation. So I jumped in to the book of Revelation, and um, though I've gone back to the Gospel of John frequently, I've spent a lifetime now, um, what's that, 35 years, in the book of Revelation. And it has been a tremendous process. Um, but interestingly, in the last two years, in writing the book and then doing this podcast, I've, I've come to one very good new insight. And, and it may be the, the most important I've ever had where the book of Revelation is concerned. Because I now see its purpose in the life of the Apostle John. Exiled to Patmos, and in the final days of his advanced years, he has seen things of which you and I could only dream. 
This is a guy who walked with Jesus. He saw the blind given sight. He saw the lame walk. He saw the dead raised. He had likely walked through the ruins of the Colossus of Rhodes. He watched Jerusalem fall and be absolutely obliterated by the Romans. He saw the beloved Temple of Solomon torn down and and reduced to ruins. He lived alongside the Apostle Paul. He grew up with Peter and James. Legend tells us that he had honored the request of Jesus and cared for Mother Mary until her death, probably in Ephesus. This letter was the last thing he would ever write. He had one final chance to tell the story of our salvation history from that little room on Patmos. He could get one last communication out to his brothers and sisters. What would he say? He wrote this, the revelation of John. He wrote it in symbols, but at the same time, it's the entire story of God at work in the world. Do you catch that? In this book is the story of the Garden of Eden, the advent of sin, the source of sin, the nature of sin, the power of sin, and the final result of sin. In these pages, you find Abraham and his treaty with God and God's promise to him. We've seen Moses and the promised land and Elijah and Jezebel. Here are the prophets of the Old Testament, especially Daniel and Ezekiel, and the symbols with which they spoke about the end of all time. Here we find Jesus and his disciples, all gone when John writes but for himself. So John writes for his brothers in the faith and the calling of Christ. In these pages, you see the influence of Paul and Barnabas and many of the unnamed churchmen whom John knew would read his letter in their church. Here are God and Satan, the original battle for the souls of a lonely couple in the garden, and the final battle for the souls of all humanity. It's all here. This is John's gift to the church and to the world. If he could only tell the story once more, this is how he chose to wrap it all into one telling. With only this book, bear in mind there was no Bible when John wrote this, with only this letter, a person could start a church and give them the essentials they would need to live the Christian life. He wrote it in the power of the Holy Spirit, and it carries that power with it to this day. He reminds us that on those days when the world in which we live seems so totally overwhelming, power-hungry, savage, or brutal, authentic power, the power to push back all of those things and know peace comes from God through Jesus Christ. As I end this podcast segment, or more accurately, end this telling of it, because I'll probably tell it again, I pray that I've been able to capture just a bit of the power of this ancient book and pass it on to you. I pray that at any moment that you feel powerless, you might find assurance and strength in the book of Revelation. I pray that in knowing that God could use an exiled 90-year-old man, nearly spent, to send his word of power and affirmation out into the world like a laser beam, you will know that God can use you for things 
you have never yet dreamed possible. I'm reminded of the words of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. So it is with me, my brothers and sisters. I came to you not with great eloquence or human wisdom, as I shared with you this testimony about God. In fact, I determined to know nothing in the time we spent together, except that I know Jesus Christ, even if only the crucified version of Jesus Christ. I came to you in weakness and with great fear and trembling. My message is not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might be bolstered, not by my feeble words, but by the power of God. I pray that something we've said along the way, something we've discussed, something you've heard me say, or, or, or some point that I've tried to make has gotten burned into your heart with some, some fire and some passion. I pray that I've helped you with the strength for each day that you've tuned into the podcast so that you've had new light to live by in every day you faced. And then I pray that as we continue, you'll stick with us. You'll continue to tune into the podcast. You'll have some grace for my fumbling ways. And that together we can continue to discover light in the stories of God's Word. Because that's why they were given to us. I hope you have a great day. And I hope to see you again soon.